Wait, now I hear myself. That's trippy. Hello, and welcome back to Mastering Tail, a podcast masterclass on how to succeed in the world of e-commerce brought to you by Essential Digital Commerce. I am so excited for you to listen to today's episode because we cover one of the biggest topics in digital commerce, but rest assured that we'll keep things fun and anyone at any level in our industry can learn something new here. Today, we get to talk all about retail media, where it's at, where it's going, what it solves, and more with the elegant help of our friends at Critio. I'm Elena Galata. Very excited to be here. I'm the director of account strategy for a client solutions team at Critio. You might be wondering about retail media and the word me-tail we've been using for so long. And that's a valid wonder because they're not entirely the same, even though they're made up of the same two words. Elena will break down retail media for us, and I'll remind you that over here, we use the word me-tail to define our approach to digital commerce, combining both the words of retail, think sales, supply chain, content, etc., stuff we've already covered, so you should probably go and listen to those episodes of Mastering Me-tail. Anyways, and media, which is digital advertising, together in order to truly succeed. My name is Emma Irwin, your host for this series. I'm a senior editor and specialist at Essential, but enough about me. Let's have Elena tell us more about what she does. So I am overseeing the account strategy team that supports our retail media brands. So I oversee a team of around 35 to 40 people. And we are, my team, the team that I oversee is supporting the day-to-day needs of our brands. So we are, they, we are their day-to-day contacts, helping them run successful retail media campaigns, helping them get any reporting that they need, work out creative issues, technical issues, just helping them optimize their campaigns. So we're delivering our brands the return that they're expecting to see. So yeah, it's a lot of internal meetings on a day-to-day basis, making sure we have enough resources so we're able to do our job so our clients are able to do their jobs. Random, but not so random question. What is the last thing that you purchased online? Oh my gosh. This is very telling of the stage of life. I'm in diapers. (laughs) Diapers, wipes. Um, We are planning to take my daughter on her first flight to Chicago in two weeks. And so we're shipping I'm actually through Target, which is one of our key retailers. We are shipping some diapers, baby food, and I think there's one other thing that I bought and we're shipping it to a friend. That's smart. You're thinking way ahead. I have, yes, my OCD shines (laughs) through these (laughs) moments. I should make a joke about that. But, you know, my type A personality, that's probably a better way of putting it. (laughs) Next question for you. I'm going to plant it in your head now and we'll circle back to it at the end just as a good way to kind of round us out. We're going to have you think about throughout this conversation, something that lives on a digital wish list of yours, mm-hmm. meaning that it's like it lives in a cart and you'll never actually buy it, things like oh. that. Yeah, it just lives on the internet in a tab, in a cart, in yeah. the app, whatever you want to define it as. And you won't actually press purchase. It's not like the diapers where you really needed those and you bought them. But <laughs> you just won't purchase it and why? So keep that in your head and we'll come back to it at the end. Does that sound good? Okay, I already like know my answer, which makes me I'm a shopaholic. So this is not that hard. <laughs> well, I'm glad. Sometimes it stumps people and then we come back to it at the end and they're like, oh, I didn't think about that at all. And I'm like, oh, we live such different lives, don't we? <laughs> yeah. Oh, we wouldn't have a lot to talk about over a cocktail. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and now we can really dig in. We should probably start with defining retail media. We click on ads, grandma. That's all you have to worry about. 
Okay. Just kidding. We'll let Elena really tell us about retail media. Maybe just some background before I give you the answer to the question. You know, I've been at Critio for seven and a half years, and I wasn't on the retail media side of our business for most of my time at Critio. So coming into retail media is new for me as well, Emma. And I think sometimes when I hear people, um, I mean, been a year and a half, which it still feels new parts of it. But when I came on board and was learning a lot about the business and the industry, there's just so much jargon being used so much, you know, so many confusing terminology and and whatnot. So I really think at its simplest, (laughs) its core, retail media is just enabling brands that are selling at a retailer to reach their digital shoppers with relevant ads. So literally, I am shopping on a retailer.com, so Target, for example, and I'm a brand that sells at Target. I want to reach my shoppers in a relevant way. I want to serve them a relevant ad at the right time and the right in the right placement. So I'm going to buy media on a retailer's website to reach the sho- reach my shoppers. And as a retailer, I'm going to monetize my website essentially. You know, I'm going to start sell ad space on my website to to, to brands um, in, in, in order to do that. So Retail media is enabling brands to improve their position on that, you know, digital shelf, if you will, because you're you're doing it online, not in store. And then retailers are are adding a new revenue stream to their business. And when you say a relevant ad, I'm gonna spew back a definition yeah. to that like comes to my head. But when you say a relevant ad, it's an ad that eventually could lead to a customer purchasing the item because it was, in fact, relevant to their lifestyle, their behaviors, et cetera. Exactly. Exactly. We're using intent from their shopping patterns on that retailer site to inform what sort of ad we're showing them and what sort of ad it's with sponsored products. And I know we'll talk about this a little bit later, but it's just what product, you know, to show them. I mean, I can play out like an example if you want. Like I'd be a prime customer for a Pampers ad, <laughs> given my yes. example. <laughs> and that would be highly relevant to me based on my previous purchases, based on what I've browsed, based on what I've added to carts, you know, things like that. That's what makes an ad relevant. Gotcha. So far, you've heard of Critio. Let's talk about how Critio really fits into the retail media landscape. It's so simple. I mean, I just feel like it's what I just described. Like we are the technology, I guess we are the technology that powers exactly what I just described. So a brand, a Pampers, you know, can work with a Critio to serve these ads on a target.com. So we are the technology that connects the brands to the retailers and retailers to the brands. The division of, of Critio that does this is working across multiple retailers. So Target, Lowe's, Costco, um, et cetera. So a brand can work with Critio to serve amongst you know one retailer that they sell on, multiple retailers that they sell on, et cetera. So it allows brands to have a lot of flexibility in how they want to work with Critio. You might be thinking that Critio's platform seems like something our clients at Essential Digital Commerce should be tapping into. And you're totally right. Flywheel Digital, an essential company, is an established API partner with Critio. You might hear more about that in a future episode. That means that Flywheel can create and manage campaigns at scale across all retailers via Critio's network. This matters for brands because this partnership helps drive sales growth efficiently across multiple channels. And Perpetua, another essential digital commerce company, is an API partner too. So we've been hearing about retail media in this industry for a while now, but of course Critio is thinking ahead. I went on a journey across Critio's website, which I highly recommend for the plethora of resources and ease of use to see what I could find, and I stumbled across something that caught my eye. 
I found there's this tab called commerce media, which is a phrase I hadn't heard before. And so I would love for you to tell me more about commerce media. Where did the E go? Because usually we use the word e-commerce and you guys dropped, you dropped the E. And so I would love to know what this is. Is this the evolution of retail media? Something yeah. totally different? So it's a great question. And commerce media is like new again to me as well. So it's a broad term and I think it encompasses a lot more than just retail media as well. So I think it's really meant to represent that Critio as a company is offering our brands that are selling through retailers, our brands that are advertising on the open web, literally like thousands of publishers that are in our network. So it does commerce media as a concept, as a phrase, et cetera, is, is, is bigger than just retail media. So it's not just the evolution of retail media. I would say it's the evolution of Critio. I see. So commerce media, let's break it down to two separate commerce I love and it. then media, right? So commerce is specifically speaking to the online activities that are relating to buying and selling goods and services online and store. So the shopping online, the shopping in store, it's referring to kind of all the touch points on a consumer's journey to purchase, signing up for a newsletter, viewing an ad, looking at something in store, looking at something online. So everything that's informing their decision to lead to a commerce outcome, an outcome being a sale. The outcome is really what, what's, what's important to the brand or the advertiser, right? Like what are they looking to get out of the campaign? So that's the outcome is whatever they want at the end of the day. So that's commerce when we think of specifically what that means. Media is a little bit more maybe obvious because it's just the advertising channels that are influencing people to make these purchases to lead to the commerce outcomes, right? So it's paid display, paid search, retail media, video, CTV, social media, right? All those different ad channels that are contributing to driving commerce. So I think that together, those, you know, that explanation together, I hope illustrates like what Critio believes commerce media is, and it's a new approach to digital advertising that is combining the data behind commerce and then the intelligence behind the things that we're driving through through media to tell the story about the whole shopping journey. And that is, I don't know if you break face, but I love sorry. it. Sorry. I love sorry. it. <laughs> My dog's downstairs. She says hi. She wishes she was on here. <laughs> Ah, yeah. Darn dogs ruining my calls. Am I right? Super professional of me. What can you do? As we think more and more about the future of commerce media, I want to share with you a brand new product launch from Critio that is helping change the entire landscape for brands, API partners, and beyond. It's called Commerce Max. And this launch combines so many of the elements of digital commerce we've covered in this series. It's, it's brand new. I think we just put out the press release for Commerce Max the week I got back from parental leave. <laughs> so it's very exciting time for Critio and for the retail media Commerce Max now, you know, division of Critio. To put it like super simply, Commerce Max is bringing all potential solutions to brands into one place. And so running sponsored products, running on-site display, running off-site display, which are kind of our three core solutions that we offer to our brands when they're when they're running on retailers. It's bringing all of those different solutions into one 
demand side platform, a DSP, one that is self-service, which I don't have, I don't have to define that, but it's just something that's easy to use for all brands, you know, at any, at any point, all agencies, all, all partners, you know, all API partners as well, and bringing it into, into, into one, into one platform. And I think the big piece of bringing it into one platform is the brings a story together in a much more seamless way, which we did not really have before. So Critio has always been offering these solutions, but they've been through different platforms, um, different reporting, different tools. And so it does make the work to the brand and to our teams internally a little bit harder, right, to do just to bring everything together to tell that shopper journey across all different all different solutions. And so Commerce Max just makes this all so much more seamless and brings it all under one platform roof, if you will. I like it. That sounds very helpful. Yeah. And with everything that you have to keep track of when you work in digital commerce in like literally any capacity, I feel like anytime you can streamline things. Exactly. If you can like put it in one, if you can see as much as you can in one like portal, mind blown. Yeah. I mean, that's the technical of it all, right? It's just bringing it all all together. And then I think because we're able to bring it all together, Critio is then able to offer something super unique where a brand can run all these different solutions through one platform and really understand what revenue and what, what impact we're driving through all these different solutions in one place. And that's something I think that makes us different as we go forward. All right. All right. We've talked about what retail media is and where it's going, but let's really get down to business. Elena is going to tell us about the different types of ad units that Critio offers. Sponsored products is kind of the bread and butter, right? It's what you know you'd see on a retailer site that says sponsored underneath. It's like quite literally what it is. And then you have on-site displays so that's serving a display ad on a retailer retailer's site. So that's why it's literally called on-site on the retailer. And then off-site display is serving a display ad off the retailer. And that's where Critio becomes really cool because as a brand, you can serve on a weather.com, you know, just for example, and that's driving back to a Costco.com. So you're just giving your brand that much more access to new audiences that they otherwise might not have advertised, you know, to before. So sponsored products, on-site display, and off-site display. Again, that's where Commerce Max comes into play because we're bringing all three of those solutions under one platform. What kind of data can you extract as a brand and what kind of insights can you get on these ads that you're running through Critio? Not to be like a jerk, but it's like, what kind of insights can you not get (laughs) within our retail media platform? (laughs) I love it. It's just, you know, there is, it can get so granular, which is amazing, right? But clicks, visits, sales, products, like you can, you anything you really want to know, you can access through the, the, the Commerce Max commerce max platform in real time excel in a self-service manner so i mentioned we have our account strategy and our sales team here to be the day-to-day contacts but the platform is is self-service it's really like anyone can download manipulate and download reporting within the dashboard download it into files um, to manipulate it how you want it to be build your own custom reporting have it emailed to you on a daily hourly week monthly you know really whatever you want It's meant to meet you where you need to be. You know what I mean? Like there's just not a lot of limits. I'll say like if we ever reached a limit, right, of like, oh, we don't have that in the platform. That's, again, where the account management team really comes into play. And then they're able to pull anything that we don't otherwise we don't have already in the the platform from our back end. As someone who's paying attention to the relationships between Critio and the brands, what are some of the kind of key features that you see that really help drive relationships forward between the brands and Critio? 
I mean, I think at the core, right, like we're all running a business here. So I think at the core, Critio, brands continue to run with Critio because we're able to drive results for them. You know, we're able to show them they're getting out of their investment, you know, like what that we're, we're able to d- deliver, whether that's a, a return on ad spend, a cost of sale, a cost per order, like whatever their target is for these campaigns, we're able to deliver on them and spend their budget in an efficient way, meaning like making them money. <laughs> so I think, you know, at the core, we do a really good job at that. But also we're super transparent. Our technology, we want to we want to be able to work with brands in the way that they want to work with us. So if they're working through an agency partner, if they're working through an API partner, we want to be the we want to open our technology in a way that enables our brands to work with us in the way that they want to work with us. I know I just said that, but um, I just think that's really we want to be flexible and we want to be adaptable. And I think that's a a reason why brands do continue to to work with us. Even if they change how they work with us, they know that it doesn't matter from our standpoint. And then I think from a a retailer perspective, brands continue to work with us because we're always looking to add new retailers to our inventory. And so a brand could work with just Criteo potentially and continue to get access to new retailers as we add more retailers into our ecosystem. So I think that is another another reason. And then I think our teams, I mean, I, our teams and our technology, it's just you know, biased, right? But it's number one. Yeah. The tech is great. We just talked about that. But the people are even better. And just that our people are advocating for our brands internally day in and day out to make sure that we're able to run the best business for them. And they really, really care deeply about their clients and doing right by their clients and delivering the best performance they can for their clients. And I'm freaking so lucky to be able to work with this account strategy team. They're brilliant. Um, I'm constantly reminded that they're all smarter than I am. And so our brands are super lucky to have such smart team members and they're like kind of extensions of their brands. We try to see them as, right? I'm in our sales team as well. You know, it's sales and account management go hand in hand in every answer I'm giving you. But we really, we want them to be, they are as invested in the brand's success as the brand is. They're an extension of their team. Phew, that was a lot of content. Let's take a small break to talk about cosmetics. We'll be right back after this commercial break. What is your favorite makeup brand? Ilya, if I'm pronouncing it right. I-L-I-A, I think. It's like clean, clean. I'm trying to... I don't know, you know, Instagram tells me what to do. So I'm trying to be. Yeah, (laughs) me too, me too. (laughs) Just trying to like update the, you know, stuff that I'm using. And I actually find that their product is good and it's not just like organic crap. (laughs) Like that doesn't work. Like if I'm wearing makeup, like the cleanest thing to do is not wear makeup. Okay, so if I'm going to wear makeup, (laughs) I need it to actually (laughs) cover up the circles that are under the eyes. reeling us back to reality. I would love for you to give your best pieces of advice for one, brands that are just starting out with Critio, and then two, established brands on Critio who have been using for a long time in order to keep scaling and driving growth. Oh, this is a great question. I'm glad. New brands that are just getting started working with Critio. And I hope I'm not repetitive here, but it's to make use of your sales and account strategy teams. These are your best points of contacts to become experts in running retail media campaigns. Leverage them, get to know them, establish relationships with them. Be clear about what you want and be clear about your expectations. The clearer or and if you don't know, that's okay. Have that conversation, right? Allow your team yeah. to help educate you on 
benchmarks in your vertical benchmark competitor benchmarks, right? Like we can help you also like have develop these goals and develop your ambitions, but really leverage your team. They're brilliant. Um, they're best in class. And so I would, I just, you know, don't take that for granted in a way. And then just like a plug for our amazing content online. You know, we have an a, incredible platform that is very user-friendly with a great help center, retail media certification, right? Like we've just made so much progress in enabling our brands to understand how to work with us, work with our platform. And so just leveraging that content to get the most out of your Criteo, your Criteo campaigns. So that's for, for a sure. new brand. Right. Like get to know your team. Yep. Get to know the platform, I guess. And then for an existing brand is be open to testing new solutions. Yes. Right. So we talked about on-site display and off-site display. These are newer, you know, they're they're new by retailer too, right? Every retailer has different capabilities depending on where what they're ready to offer um, as well. So just be eager to test and make sure that when you're evaluating the performance of these different solutions, you are educating yourself and and using your Criteo team to help educate you on what to expect because running a sponsored product campaign is going to look a lot different than running a display campaign, right? Like the budget's going to be different. Yep. You're, you're, you're looking at awareness rather than conversion, sorts of goals and metrics. So be open to testing and open to learning. Um, and don't think about Criteo just as a sponsored product business. It's so much more than that. And with Commerce Max, we're making it that much more easy for brands to see us as so much more than that. And of course, back to our digital wish list question. That one thing that just lives in Elena's online cart forever that she just won't purchase and why? shoes <laughs> okay okay i have a lot of tabs of shoes in them so i relate it's just like so basic like it's just hermes sandals that i think are beautiful and gorgeous but who needs to spend like almost a thousand dollars on sandals are they the ones that like have the it kind of looks like the h going yes. across the yeah i have yeah. the dupes that were a hundred bucks <laughs> solid solid <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I should be saying this on a podcast, <laughs> but yes, um, they're beautiful and I think they're great, but they're just so expensive. So I don't think I'll ever actually purchase them. Yeah, but the, I'm sure they'll live in your brain for literally forever. Yeah, it's just like, you know, what designer thing are you going to buy? And it's like, maybe that if I won the lottery. But actually, before we really end this episode, I have a little bonus segment for you. A part of our conversation that wasn't directly about retail media but instead the purpose of advertising and an explanation of the open web, which was something Elena mentioned throughout this interview. There is such a purpose for advertising, especially when you think about the open web and thinking about free content on the open web and what advertising does to power free content um, and news. I mean, we don't have to get into this, but I feel really strongly about that. And it's probably one of the big reasons why I've stayed at Criteo for as long as I have is advertising powers the open internet. Publishers that are putting out content it could be a news source, you know, shedding light on something really, really relevant and important, but it also could just be a small business, uh, a blog, and they're able to have a revenue stream through advertising. And that wouldn't be possible without companies like Criteo. So I know that's not what we're here to talk about, but I really do believe in it. And that wraps up another episode of Mastering Retail. Again, my name is Emma Irwin, and I have been your host for this series. This episode was produced by Klaus Cancel with sound design from Enos Tenchi. A big thank you to our partners at Critio. If you want to find out more, keep an eye out for the next episode of Master Me Tail as we help you master the most important elements of digital commerce. See you next time.